This episode of the Solomon Ray Podcast is dedicated in loving memory of Amy Mendoza, wishing her family and friends comfort during this time, and may she rest in peace. Before we get into this show, let's take a moment of silence for her. On a Monday, I'm waiting. Tuesday, I'm fading. And by Wednesday, I can sleep. Mm. Then the phone rings, I hear you. And the darkness, it's a clear view that you've come to rescue me. Mm-mm. Fall with you, I fall so fast. Mm. I can hardly catch my breath. I hope it lasts. Oh, come on. It seems like I can finally rest my head on something real. I like the way that feels. Oh, it's as if you know me better than I ever knew myself. I love how you can tell all the pieces, pieces, pieces of me. Welcome to the Solemn Ray Podcast. That was a very beautiful rendition of Ashley the Icon Simpson's Pieces of Me. I was just going through like a... I was actually creating like a, a, a playlist for Serena's baby shower a couple nights... Well, a week ago. And I just really went down. I was I wanted some current hits, you know, current songs. And then I also wanted like some songs for like when we were in high school. And clearly this song popped up in uh, my memory. And I was like, bitch, let me just put this in here. And it really just sparks a lot of memories. You ever like listen to a song and it just brings you back to that certain place and time? And this particular song reminds me so much of my first boyfriend. I don't... We, there's a couple songs on our little playlist, but I would literally wear this... Bitch, I think I went to go see her live at SeaWorld. Wait a minute. A core memory has unlocked in me. I believe I went to go see Ashley Simpson live at SeaWorld? I'm... I feel like I did. Anyways, I love this album. And honestly, it's really no shade. Like, it she, it really ate. It really fucking ate. Anyways, welcome to the show. Um, before we get into the show, I want to give a shout out to the girls who've rated and reviewed this podcast, Five Stars. And what? Five stars only. So this week, we are starting with um, a, a review from ENP. It says, from the Valley of Springs, hey girl, this podcast makes my entire week and I low-key wish there was an episode every single day. Okay, maybe every other day would suffice. My husband loves listening to you when we hop in the car and it's always nice to kiki with my mans. Keep doing you, boo, and come visit me in Spring Valley one day because you're already my friend in my head. So let's make it official, okay? Love you. 
shout out to you. You know what's funny is I actually was looking at homes in Spring Valley. Um, it, you know what? Honestly, there are still some homes I'm kind of. I mean, I've already have my heart, not heart, but like my eyes locked and loaded on one home right now. Um, but in the event that that does not go through, which it kind of won't. I mean, it, it wouldn't not go through. Um, I am going to look at some of the new developments in Spring Valley. Um, but anyways, yeah, shout out to Spring Valley. Do you know what? I actually grew up in Spring Valley. That's the funny thing. So, <clears throat> I mean, I was born and raised in Southeast San Diego. But then when I turned, I want to say six, we moved to Spring Valley and then... I kind of stayed there for a while. Yeah. Like, I want to say till maybe I was in middle school. Yeah. So a good little chunk of my time, I, I stayed there. And then when I moved out and was, I want to say like 1920, me and Serena lived in Spring Valley right across from Monta Vista High School. And those little apartments, girl... Let me tell you a little quick story. We used to live in this, I think it was called the Somerset Apartments. That's where me and my mom lived. And right next door was this other apartment complex, which me and Serena moved in later on. They had the, hold on. Ryan. 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 Please. Um, What was I saying? Oh, so the apartment complexes next door had like the really lit playground. Like it had a tire swing. It was just super duper lit. I don't know what was going on, but my mom was like, you are not allowed to go over there. You're not allowed to leave the house. So my mom went to work and my mom would probably come home around like four ish or whatever, 430. Honey, it was like 230. And me and this one boy, we was like, let's go, let's go next door to the, uh, and play on the, the tire swing. And I was like, girl, I can't really do it. My mom won't allow me to go there. I have to play in this complex. I can't go to that complex. I don't know why. That's something my mom, that's her issue. Honey, he was like, it's, she was like, when did your mom get off work? I was like, well, you know, she'll be home around like 430. He said, let's go right now. Let's just play on the tire swing real quick. And we'll be back before your mom even notices. Honey, I can't, I played on that tire swing, had the time of my life, okay? The time of my life. I got back maybe 3 p.m., 3.15. Who do I see in the parking lot parked in the, the parking space? My mom. My heart dropped. Baby, when I tell you my mom beat my ass... I have never, I didn't go back to that thing again. I didn't play on that tire swing again. And I was so jealous because I was like, why can't I go play here? Like, you you allow me to drop, walk all the way down to that Taco Bell. You know the Taco Bell, when you walk past Monta Vista High School, there's a Taco Bell. Bitch, wow. My love for Taco Bell has really been my whole life. There used to be a Taco Bell all the way right there um, by the post office and stuff. Anyways, long story short, I used to go t hit up that Taco Bell. My mom would give me money to go to Taco Bell. I'm like, so you're allow you allow me to walk all the way over to Taco Bell to get a a some, some food, but you won't let me to walk a shorter distance to go play in this tire swing? Make it make sense. Anyways, I'm still clearly... <sighs> 
have my issues with that. But um, um, thank you so much for that review. We also have a review from Per... No. A review from Printy Print Print... Oh, God. Billy, you about to use this litter box? Okay, so... She about to use a litter box and... Well, she's not really Ryan, so she's not going to take that long. We have a five-star review um, from Printy Print Print. She says, or they say, five stars only. If it ain't five stars, Solomon don't want it. Move along. And honestly, period. If it's not five stars, we don't want it. Move along. Go home, Roger. So thank you so much for that. We also have another... These are so out of order, Apple. We have another one from Rod. Love, love, love. Congratulations on the 100th episode. This podcast really gets me through the day at work. Keep shining. We love you. Thank you so much. And then we also have our final review this week from Alexandra. And it's um, they say, the big sister I never had. Love you, Solomon, and this podcast. My fellow Earth Queen, you be given everything. Oh, you be given every time. I be busting out laughing, and you inspire me to be unapologetic. Thank, thankful to have come across you on Snap. Thank you, Alexandra. And thank you for the 713 people who have rated this podcast five stars and five stars only. If you are inclined to rate this podcast five stars and literally five, bitch, five stars only, feel free to go on Apple Podcasts and write your lovely glowing review and let the girls know that it's really probably the best podcast in the world. Um, And then you can also rate it five stars only on Spotify as well. So thank you guys so much for that. Um, Yeah, so I don't want to say this episode is not special, but it's like it's the 101 episode. So it's like, I don't know. It's giving kind of like season two. It's really giving season two. You know, it's giving like, mm, it's not. There is just something so great about the 100th episode to me. But um, I cannot reiterate enough. Thank you guys so much for listening. We actually charted on a few charts um, last week. I did not grab the goddamn fucking screen grabs. But we were moving up and down. The, well, not up and down, child. We was up on a chart, and we were moving up and up and up and up and up, and then we just fell off, bitch, bubbling under. But um, I think we peaked at 43 on the comedy charts, which is really big, bitch, because, I mean, I'm not trying to, like, toot it off like that, but it's not like I'm on, I'm an educational podcast. You know, it's, not, I mean, I'm not trying to give it off like this, but it's like the girls with the educational podcast or whatever, it's easy for them to get a number one in during the week. You know, it's easy for them to land on number one or top 10. You know, the girls who have like the, um, I don't know. I forgot the, the categories. Anyways, the hardest, I mean, the toughest categories are the comedy ones. Comedy and true crime. Those are the, the highest rated ones. Like, I mean, not the highest, but those are the ones they have like the most like that's like the heavy hitters. So for us to have gotten as high as like 43 on the comedy charts is really sickening. So thank you guys so much. I mean, I'd be forgetting to talk about like I'd be talking about the reviews, but I forget to talk about the charts. So thank you guys so much for just listening and tuning into that episode. Um, Yeah, bitch, like the comedy charts is hard, bitch. 
because it's like I think Joe Rogan's podcast is considered comedy. There's the Reed, Monet, and Bob. Like, there's so many big, huge podcasts under that umbrella. So it's kind of like, you know, like the Hot 100 when like the girls be like, "Oh, I'm I'm top, I'm top ten on the Hot 100," right? And it's really no shade, you know. Like sometimes the girls be like, "Oh, I went number one," and it's like, "Oh, really? What what chart did you go number one on?" And it's like, "Oh, I went on um um." Um, Christian contemporary, and it's like, oh, okay, girl. You know what I'm saying? It's really no shade to the Christian contemporary girls, but it's like, girl, really, ain't nobody losing that shit, you know? Um, or either it could be like, um, R and B adult contemporary, like you know what? I, like all these super niche categories, and it's like, oh, okay, girl. I thought you meant like you went, you went 100 on the. I mean, you went number one on the Hot 100. Okay, got it. Great, bubbling under. Um, speaking of, I was listening to Janet Jackson recently and she has an album like a compilation album and it was like number one all number one hits and it's really no shade and then Madonna has this too it's really no shade because they're icons I love I love both of these women down to the ground but I had to I was like oh did did this go number one and I was like oh bitch it probably went on number one on a certain chart you know what I'm saying like for instance like Madonna has um a huge compilation album with all these number ones. And it's like a lot of them are dance number ones, which is not, I'm really not shading it. It's just, I don't even know why I'm going on this tangent, but you know what I'm saying? Thank you guys so much for uh, even getting us on that high up on the comedy charts. Um, What are we talking about this week? Honestly, I'm glad I'm in a better mood. I mean, I'm not in like a great, great mood, but I am in a better mood because I was thinking about this podcast the last couple days and like there's some things that have just been really heavy on my heart. Some things that are just kind of really, that kind of bothered me earlier this week and then things that have been bothering me throughout the week. So I was like, bitch, I just don't want to come on this podcast and just be crying, bitch. But, you know, I've shed my three little tears. You know, a Capricorn, we, we shed three tears. Two in one eye, one in another, and that is it. And we are done. You know, we are done with our little feelings. So, yes, what happened this week? Actually, bitch, let me, I need to drink some water. Let's take a break and let's get into the week recap in a bit. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay, um, <clears throat> what happened this week? Oh, this past week was kind of a lot. On Friday, I ended up taking um, Ryan to get her uterus ripped the fuck on out. So she's finally spayed. Um, I will say, <laughs> like, it's funny because now I'm thinking about this and I'm like, girl, you are way too emotional. But... It really made me emotional. Now, let me tell you why. So, the night before 
um, I ended up taking out one of the kennels, like when I travel with the cats, I put them in like a little kennel, like a little girl, like a like a like a a handbag, bitch. So I brought just one of them out because it was not going to be Billy and Ryan. It was just going to be Ryan. So I brought the kennel out so that, you know, Ryan could lay in it, smell it, just so that she, you know what I'm saying? Like, just get more comfortable with that before we go into the car to go to her surgery in the morning. And so the night before, I am should have never done this. I literally went on TikTok and was just going down this rabbit hole of like spays and how how to spay. I mean, I knew how spays happen, but like just kind of going through this rabbit hole of how you spay a cat or any animal, I guess. Bitch. Um, and what the first comment on one of the videos was, oh, I, I, I went in with one cat and went home without a cat. And I started going through the comments. I was like, yeah, my cat died during this. My cat died during this. My cat died during this. I was like, oh, my God. So here I am spiraling. It's already 2 a.m. I got to be up at 7 a.m. to go take her to the to the fucking bed. I'm spiraling. I'm emotional. I'm scared. I'm, like, shivering, shook, panicked, you know, all of it. Meanwhile, Ryan is sleeping in the kennel. You know, like, she just, you know, cats love small spaces. So she's sleeping in the kennel. But I'm, like, getting emotional because I'm, like, bitch, like, sleep with me, bitch. Like, she's normally, like, my cuddle buddy. Billy, she be doing her own little thing during the night. She don't want to be bothered. Occasionally in the morning, she will come on the bed and lay on the bed. But Billy's kind of, like, she be doing her own thing. Ryan is the one who's, like, follows me everywhere, wants to know what I'm doing. She's, like, always, like at night the minute i get into these the, these fucking sheets she's blue right there ready to be perched and cuddled up and watching drag race no okay honestly now this seems weird i i noticed this when i lived in my previous apartment in san diego whenever drag race is on ryan really watches it and i think it's because the, of the color pink there's like a, a fuchsia color that they have throughout the show Ryan, I don't know what it is. She just be watching the television. So anytime I'm watching Drag Race, she actually literally watches. It's not like just any television show. It's literally Drag Race. Like she will literally watch the screen. So anyways, so it's the night before and I'm already spiraling, but I'm like, bitch, don't even worry about it. It's not even that deep. Like, girl, boo. And then I started thinking, I was like, wow, like I had to do her intake forms and it's the same vet she's always had. And I was like, wow, she doesn't have any issues. You know, and people who are familiar with me and Ryan was she had so many issues, respiratory issues, um, sinus issues, eye issues. She had ringworm, digestive issues. Child, she just basically had it all, child. And honestly, it's really no shade. It's because she's white. You know what I'm saying? She's white and blue eyes. And it's literally... Okay. I'm not trying to give this off like that. But it's a recessive gene. Okay. I don't want the girls eating me up. I don't want the white girls who listen and eating me up, bitch. I'm not I'm not saying that. But it is, like, it is a recessive... Like, not rec- It is a recessive gene, bitch. It's not a dominant gene. It's the less dominant gene. So, 
any animal who does, and this is just a biological real fucking thing, bitch. Animals who have like a darker color to them, that's that's the dominant gene. So I've always been told like, oh, it's cute to have like these little white little animals, but they be having all these motherfucking complications, which is really fucking true and right. Anyways, so boom. So I'm reminiscing, like going through their intake form and I'm like, wow, like we really did it, Joe. Like we really got through the hurdle. Like she's healthy now. She don't got no complications. She hasn't sneezed. I mean, occasionally she'll sneeze here and there, but nothing major. She don't got no runny nose. She don't got no respiratory issues no more. The ringworm is gone. The fur coat, like everything. She's a normal cat. And anyways, so she goes into her little surgery and I pay for like all of the blood work. I'm like, bitch, run it all. So... I'm, I don't know what it was, but I was just nervous and then just like really, and I wasn't nervous like this with Billy. I don't know why, like she's like my least problematic cat. Like she don't got no issues. She, bitch, I, I don't know if y'all was listening to one of my lives recently, but Billy gets electrocuted and she's okay with it. Now, okay. <laughs> I know you're going to be like, bitch, electrocuted. So... To make sure that they don't go downstairs, I have these two, like, they're about mm, six, no, like five feet in in length, and then in width, they're about two feet, and I have two of them. So it's like four feet worth of electrical, an electrical mat that you have to cross over before you get to the stairs. And then when you get to the stairs, I have these clear spikes that are not, like, sharp. They're just plastic clear spikes, like these little sheets. So once you cross over that, you have to step on the spike stuff. So basically so that the cats don't go downstairs. Honey, Ryan, don't play those games. She's like, I'm not going downstairs. Uh-uh. I'm not getting electrocuted. Billy don't mind getting electrocuted. She be getting her ass fucking electrocuted. And then, I mean, it's not electrocuted, electrocuted. It's like a static shock, which scares them a little bit. But once she get electrocuted, her ass be walking onto the little, the, she gags and then she gags even more because then she starts walking on those plastic spikes. So now Billy is gagging and gagging and gagging just to go downstairs and do nothing downstairs. Just, just for me to yell and and grab my belt and and then hit my belt you know pop my belt and scare her just so she could run back upstairs go back onto the the spikes and then go back into the electrical mat and get electrocuted once again that's how hard-headed she is you know what i'm saying like she don't mind like i know that sounds crazy i know you're gonna be like bitch not you abusing your cats but like Billy is just so fucking hard-headed. She's just so fucking hard-headed. Meanwhile, Ryan be right, looking right at Billy, watching her ass get electrocuted and jump three feet into the air. <laughs> she be getting... Sh- <laughs> Billy be getting shocked and jumping like three feet. <laughs> it's not funny, but it is because if you know sc- cats that get scared, they like jump high into the... Like, it's crazy to see her ass be jumping like three feet in the air and then be like no and then getting shocked and then and then on top of the shock it makes a loud beeping sound which scares her even more you know what i'm saying and ryan just be laid up in the cut like i don't know what the fuck this bitch doing but i ain't fucking with it 
And Ryan deadass has never gone downstairs. She's not trying it. Occasionally, she sits right in front. Ryan will sit right in front of the mat and just look at the mat. But she won't touch it. She won't cross it. She won't do play none of those games. She's like, bitch, I'm staying right the fuck upstairs. I'm not trying it. I'm going to watch this gray cat play these games and get her ass electrocuted. But I'm not. I don't want no parts. So, but what I'm saying is Billy is very hard-headed. But, like, she's, she can roll with the punches. You know what I'm saying? She... She ain't got, she's never had no medical issues. She don't got no, just nothing. So when I got Billy Spade, I wasn't even thinking about it. But something about when I got Ryan Spade, which was not sitting well with me, I was really kind of just nervous. Because of there's previous complications and it's just like, you know when you have like a sick animal or maybe like a sick kid and you finally get them to like the promised land of like, they're no longer sick. You don't have to take them back and forth. Bitch, I, t- I was living in the vet for, I would say, eight months, a solid eight months with Ryan. Um, And then even still, I was going back and forth even after the eight months. But I mean, I laid up in that that vet office. for eight- They knew who the fuck I was. They, the ladies all still know who we, who we are. Anyways, you ever have like those kids who are even an animal or anything that you just had all these complicated health complications and you finally get to the promised land to where like you haven't been to the the hospital you haven't been to the vet you have you have had a runny nose nothing and you're just like oh thank god but then in the back of your mind you're just nervous because you're just like you know like you just can't get comfortable with it because you're like in you know what i'm saying like you just Anything could happen. Anyways, <clears throat> so I'm cooking some little blondies and, st- and baking this shit for Serena's um, baby shower the next day. And I get a call from the, the 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 vet. And they're all, it's not like a vet for all animals. It, they All they do is cats. It's just a cat specialty clinic or veterinarian place and all them bitches have cats and there's cats that be up in the in the office and it's just a cat a cat place so anyway so boom so i get a call and bitch on the first ring i said hello 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 (laughs) he's like hello is this solomon yes it is what was going on he said oh we were doing um her blood work or whatever and then during that we also found like she had a heart heart murmur so if it's okay with you for 65 dollars we kind of want to i said run it run it run it run it run it and i said and do not proceed with the surgery until we get the clear but then also let me know if it's good or bad he said well if it's bad then we may not be able to go with the surgery but he said i'll let you know either way Bitch, it was like two hours later. And I'm spiraling. I'm trying to, like, focus on cooking these damn brownies, bitch. And I'm just spiraling, spiraling, spiraling. Just sweating. Just pacing back and forth. Hair, my bundles is already falling out, bitch. It's just a mess. So then he called me. He said, okay, everything, the test came back. Everything's good. She's good for surgery. I said, all right, boom. And so then they call me back. They're like, oh, um... It's like noon by this time. 
And they're like, all right, well, she's out. She's, you know, coming out of surgery. She's, you know, responding well. We want to talk to you when you get here. So is we need to make an appointment with the doctor so you can talk to her. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, let's do it. He's like, well, um, we could do like 430. And I was like, no, I need it to be sooner. I was lying. But, you know, I'm just lying because it's like I want to talk to – I want to just – you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not – I don't want to wait. I just want to – I want to talk now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to talk now. Um. So, anyway, so he was like, well, let me see. They're like, actually, we could rearrange some things. We could um see you at 2.30. So, I come to 2.30, whatever, pick up Ryan. And the doctor comes in. Long story short, the doctor was like, oh, her heart stopped during surgery. And I was like, what does that even mean? Like, mm, like what is it? They're like, well, technically, it's kind of like anytime a heart stops, it's considered like a cardiac arrest. And I said, bitch, what? And they're like, but luckily it didn't stop that long. It stopped for less than 20 seconds and it just went on as normal. Um, anyways, long story short, there's some things we got to follow up on, blah, blah, blah. Woo, woo, woo. But I got really sad, friends. I got really fucking sad. And I just got like really nervous. Like I was like, I can't believe. Like, I don't know how to put it. Like I was like, hmm. Like, I don't know. Like, I can't imagine going, like, leaving the house, you know, and Billy's like, bitch, where? And because when I came back, she, even when I came back and, you know, while Ryan was in surgery, Billy was like, bitch, she was just kind of like looking throughout the hallways and just crittering as Billy normally does. But she was still just like, bitch. Where's this hoe at? You know? And it was, like, making me sad. I was like, what if I just did, wasn't able to come back home with Ryan? You know, I, would, I was kind of low-key gagging. I was really kind of sad. It made me, like, realize, like, maybe... I mean, I don't... I mean, clearly, I know this sounds really fucked up, but, like, I'm always going to prioritize human relationships over animals and i know the animal girls the pet girls are they really hate to hear that but it really made me reassess things to where you know i do still care like i you know i wouldn't want that to happen and i don't know it just really freaked me out it just really fucking freaked me out and it didn't feel good to hear that it didn't feel you know i just was really kind of shaken up a little bit about it i was like bitch gag you know like what if something really went wrong like then what but she's good she's healing um she's been a lot more like following me a lot more lately which i don't know why i think she, she just be wanting to eat more which <clears throat> that was another thing <clears throat> i was thinking of like her appetite is basically the same as billy's and she'd be tearing up the, that food so I was like, damn, like we really got it to a place to where she's still good, but I mean, where she's healthy, but like, it just, it, I don't know. It just freaked me out friends. And I just didn't think I would care that much for a pet, you know, like I didn't think I would really care that much. I mean, I care clearly, but I just didn't think it would make me sad if that makes sense for something that literally did not happen. So that's really it. Um, what else? What else did happen? Serena's baby shower was this weekend. 
Um, it was really nice. We had originally had a venue, um, a really big venue, actually, that I think it was holds, I want to say, 100 people. No, 120. Anyways, it was at, like, a clubhouse at um, this apartment complex that this lady um, lives at. Anyways, so the lady... Serena's mom it's her friend or maybe ex-friend now I don't know but she was like we was when her mom came to New York to help me with the cats and like you know move them and stuff her friend was like oh I have a place in New York and um she said I also have like a home in New York and let's meet up together da 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 so, Serena's mom changed her flight to the next day to stay a little bit longer in New York to meet her friend. And then, like, her friend stood her up. And I was like, honestly, that's really messed up. Like, who does that? Like, that's really weird. And it was, like, all these excuses of, like, something wrong with the house and just all sorts of somebody had to go to the hospital and just weird shit. And Serena's mom was like, oh, you know, like, you know, things happen. I said, yeah, but I've lived, I mean, how to give, not me telling her a whole entire woman in like her 50s, <laughs> you know, not me telling her like, well, I've lived enough to know that that don't sound right. I was like, girl, this don't sound right. Like, I feel like she's a gooper and she be gooping. Like, she don't really be, there's, there's certain characteristics that. I can spot from a mile away from somebody to where, like, not saying that they're lying, not saying that they're a bad person, but I can just see, I I know when someone is going to goop, you know what I'm like, they're about to, something ain't right, and anyway, so she, anytime she was doing something with her friends, she was like, oh, this didn't happen or she would say she was going to get me hired at this place and put in a reference for this job. And I was like, okay, well, it's been three months. It don't take that long. You know what I'm saying? And every week she's talking about, well, well, they're, they're waiting on this and they're waiting on this and they're, it's this, this, that. And they're like, okay, something ain't adding up. She's, she's either leaving things out or she's blatantly lying one or the other, but it don't sit right in my soul. So boom. And she's like, oh, we're, we're supposed to do like a Zoom meeting. And I said, bitch, at 10 p.m. 10 p.m. Ain't nobody doing no Zoom on, on no Zoom nothing for no company at 10 p.m. It ain't going to happen. She's lying. She's a liar. She's a gooper. She goops a lot. You know, so it just didn't sit right with my soul. So and eventually a few months ago when we started planning and working on this baby shower, I was like, oh, you know, thinking about venues. All of a sudden, it was like she has a venue. I mean, a, a clubhouse at her. Um, hold on, give me a moment. So <clears throat> she's like, "Oh, we could use her clubhouse. We don't have to pay a fee. We just give like a five hundred dollar deposit." And I was like, "You know, that would be fab because honestly, we don't have to pay for a venue. That's like the biggest step." You know, it's not, once we get a venue, we're able to build things out and we have a location, you know, boom, 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 boom. But I was like, girl, I don't trust this lady. 
I don't trust this lady. I don't trust her as far as I could throw her. And something just didn't seem right about her. So boom. And Serena was like, girl, she knows she ain't supposed to play with me. Like, we was just, I was like, oh. And the lady kept saying, if you need help with this and that, let me know. Oh, if you want me to help you with this, do you want me to help you with that? And I was, we were both, we were all like, no, don't do nothing. We don't want you to do nothing. We don't want you focusing on nothing. We don't want you cooking nothing. We don't want you do picking nothing up. We just need you to secure this venue. And that is it. Give us the five key. And that is it. We just need you to do one task. You know what I'm saying? Like, we just need you to do one thing and one thing only because I just didn't feel this person was trustworthy. But, you know, maybe, I mean, just just give us the, just secure the venue and that is it. So me and Serena was joking for the last month, like she ain't gonna, she ain't gonna pull through. And I'm not, we didn't say that, but like, we're like, girl, we just need to, we were just nervous. Like everything was kind of coming the decorations were doing going well the food the catering everything was just like coming in everything was just working well like everything was great the graphics the and invites the rsvp the like everything was just going streamlined and perfectly to plan hello me and serena are two capricorns so everything is just meticulously planned and we're just like girl we just need it we just I just need to get that vent. I need to get that that fob. I need to get that fob key. Okay, I just need to get it. And then so finally, it's like two days before. No, yeah, two days before, Serena called me or no, maybe I call her. No, no, I call Serena, and she over here talking about some girl. Let me tell you what happened. I said, girl, I don't want to hear it. What the fuck? And so she's like. She done said we're not able. There is a breakfast, um, conv- a, a convention or not a like a a breakfast, a breakfast. I guess some convention or some shit, bitch, where people was eating breakfast, and they're like they will not be done until I think nine or whatever. So we won't be able to get into the venue till ten a.m., which we originally asked to get into the venue at. 8 a.m. So it'll give us four hours to set up. So Serena's spiraling. I'm like, you know what? Don't spiral. Listen, there's a lot we could do in two hours. We have a lot of help. If anything, I'll have my brother come down. I'll wake his ass up, drag him to the to the thing. He'll help us. Like, it's don't even really worry about it. It's two hours. We lost. It's not that big of a deal. There's a lot we could really fucking do in two hours. Serena's like, girl, you know, you're right, you're right, you're right. Like, whatever, whatever, whatever. So, boom. So, but, but, here's the thing. We kept requesting 8 a.m. She was like, when you need it, when you when you need it, we need it for 8 a.m. Okay, cool. So, 8 a.m. to so-and-so. I said, perfect, boom. When do you need it? 8 a.m., girl, 8 a.m. I'll put in the request today. Perfect. So, this half of ever even put, girl, hold on. I'm getting further into the story. So when you tell me there is a breakfast at 7 a.m., which honestly, me and Serena was got because I don't know who want to eat breakfast. Who wants to get dressed and washed up and, and clothed and go to no conference breakfast at nobody 7 a.m.? I just don't. I don't know. I don't, on a Saturday? That already doesn't seem right with me. Who I don't even know what company does some shit like that. 
I don't know what organ. I don't get it. It doesn't. It seems it's very far removed from my lifestyle. I don't know nothing about that lifestyle. So 7 a.m. already was like, girl, boo. But then it made me think like, well, you had all this time to put in that request to avoid last minute somebody coming in at 7 a.m. to be in the event. You know what I'm saying? Like, we told you for months, 8 a.m. So if you were to put that request in what we originally asked, it wouldn't be no no breakfast. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, we would never have these issues. But I was like, you know what? <sighs> Don't sweat the small stuff. It ain't that deep. We have 10 a.m. It's that's enough time. We're gonna make it work. So the night before, everybody's kind of like putting together the trays and like the dessert stuff and then like the balloons and just getting shit ready, like prepping things to kind of save time so we're not doing it early uh, or so we're not doing it all at 10 a.m. Which, duh, that makes sense. So I wake up at 8 a.m. or whatever to kind of get ready. I'm getting ready to go pick up the food at like 10 something and pick up the desserts. Serena calls me at 8.30. She's like, I can already tell in her voice, she's not happy. And I said, girl, what's going on? She said, we don't have a venue. Apparently, there's like flooding at the the thing. There's a plumbing issue. Blah, blah, blah. Woo, do, woo, do, woo. I hang up immediately and start calling every hotel, even motels, honey. I was calling... Um, banquet halls i was calling everybody for last minute i was like we need a place to host up to 88 people or 80 people we need a place we need a place we need a place everything was booked out and the things that wasn't booked out we needed to talk to the sales team but the sales team wasn't going to be in till monday so we're spiraling 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 so then i hit up my dad and there's like um like a park um that's part for like military access or whatever and so i was like can you call them and see if they can even give us a place at a park because even parks you need to reserve it you need to pay for it get a permit blah 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 blah, 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 blah. so long story short we couldn't find like an indoor venue so we ended up going with the place my dad he was able to secure a place for up to 88 people blah 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 blah, blah, blah. So it moved there. It um, Serena was not happy, clearly, because it's like, you know, that's not what we had planned. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then having and then I had to reroute everybody from the old, not the original address we had on the invite to the new address. And then which is also like, girl, please, please RSVP to places you know what I'm saying? I, I mean, I'm not trying to be a dick, but if you get an invite and it says RSVP by X amount of date, please RSVP by X amount of date. Don't. And I mean, I'm I'm serious. Do not text. Do not text the person. Be like, hey, girl, I'm coming. You know what I'm saying? Like RSVP to the channels that they say RSVP on this link or RSVP at this number. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't talk about no not like when you see him. Oh girl, I'm coming. No bitch, RSVP. There is a reason, and let me explain the reason. But since some some people are just thick in the head, 
you RSVP for multiple two reasons because one, we need a head count. Two, we need to know like, okay, how many place settings, how many tables, how many blah 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 blah, how much food. You know what I'm saying? And the, the event at something like this happens, you want to know what I I would do with that RSVP? All those people who RSVP, I would be able to contact them, be like, hey girl, new location. Boom. Which I was able to do with some people with the RSVP, but some of the people who didn't ended up going to that other location. And they're like, oh, I went all the way over here. Well, girl, we didn't we didn't have no way of contacting you. We didn't even we didn't even know you were coming because you didn't even RSVP. So the attitude drop. Okay. The fever eliminate. The raising of the voice, cut that all the way down like one decibel. Okay. Take a breather. Get yourself together. And let's try that again. Okay. Because if you would have RSVP'd and you would have given your number, guess what? You would have been with the other people who RSVP'd and given their number and be at the right, correct location instead of wasting your gas. Okay. Just just politely saying, politely saying, okay? Politely saying. So, anyways, I mean, nonetheless, it really turned out really, really nice. Um, it was a nice event. It turned out great. Um, but, yeah, like, it just kind of sucks because it's like, that's the... I know why Serena was so angry and hurt by it because we are two people... Bitch, I'm gonna start crying. We are two people, I think, that we have a really hard time trusting people. And we have gone through our lives not trusting people and having to do things ourselves and eliminating as many people out of the equation as possible. We're not people who enjoy or who are okay with trusting and being like, Oh, I'll delegate this for you. That's why a lot of people be like, you work so hard. Why don't you hire somebody or, you know, delegate these tasks? Mm-mm. No, because one, you're not going to do it as good as me. That's first and foremost. Two, I can't really, you know, eventually I'm not going to be able to depend on you. Because bitches all, like, I just can I just know the person I can bet on the most is myself. So we just have a hard time trusting people to do things. So we just kind of learn to do it ourselves, just do it ourselves. And that's it. And I think, and I'm sure like, she's probably like, bitch, I should have just never trusted this lady. I should have just did it myself, you know, eliminate any, any weirdos out of the equation and just trust in myself. And that is a hard, that's, I think that hurts more than a last minute change because then you go in your head like, bitch, I should have never fucking trusted you, bitch. You know what I'm saying? I should have just fucking trusted myself. And then you beat yourself up for it. So, but you know what? I'm proud of my friend. She's really entering in her mother age and she's just. She didn't raise her voice. She did not get angry. She's like, I have to stay calm because I have a baby. I have to keep my blood pressure, at, you know, keep that regulated. I have to stay calm and not get angry. And he was like, she was like, I have to do that. And I was like, girl, 
work maturity bitch maturity we are maturing bitch cause honey jail jail honestly prison jail snapped oxygen channel snapped TLC mhm women behind bars pregnant and in jail A&E special mhm season one season two yeah, that's really what it would have given Honestly, A&E, Behind Bars, mm-hmm. Discovery ID Channel, Women Who Snap. That's really what it would have been. And I know, I'm not trying to be funny, but that's literally what would have happened. But look at us, maturing. Mm-hmm. So, a shout-out to her. And um, moving right along. All right, so um, I was going to talk about a couple things. Actually, this whole episode was going to be um, a part two of everything I have beef with. Y'all really love that episode a lot. Like, the numbers was crazy. On, the numbers is crazy on that episode. Um, so I think I'm going to do that probably next week, everything I have beef with. Um, this week was just really, really weird for me. Um, but one of them was I ended up, getting I ended up seeing and I I just I never would have seen this I feel like if I did not see it while it had like you know like this notification or whatever I mean I don't get notifications but I mean like this mention on in my Twitter and someone was like oh I need you to DM me about um Amy and I was like and the only Amy I could think of is a friend of mine named Amy. And I was like, okay. But then immediately I thought scam. You know what I'm... Th- I was like, oh, girl, it's giving scam. It's giving, you know, Nigeria. You know what I'm saying? It's giving bamboozled. So, but I was like... But something, I was like, no, DM them. Because people are not allowed to DM me. I, you know, I don't allow people to message me, I guess, on Twitter. Anyways, long story short. So, I just I just DM her and I said, Hi. And I really thought I was going to give some, hi, you know, Amy hit me up and she's, I don't know, she's in she's in jail and she needs you to wire her money or, you know, that's what I was thinking. Like, I was thinking it was like giving scam because, you know, like, that's how the girls are with the scams these days, you know. So I didn't really, I just said hi or whatever. And I was at the gym and um, they're like, this is... Um, I've been friends with Amy. I'm her best friend for over 17 years. Saturday, we found out that she was killed. And um, she. we know that you and her got close and blah, blah, blah. I just want to let you know. And, bitch, when I tell you, my heart just sank. Um, I mean, it's really... It, it's just, it's a really, it's, it's just hard to kind of wrap your head around it all. <clears throat> um, okay, so first I do want to preface, um, which I'm sure this sounds really insensitive. Um, I do want to say like, I was not her best friend. I, I don't want to say I was her family member. I wasn't, me and her wasn't like cupcaking and you know boot up on every every day like that's my best friend that's my best friend. no no no, absolutely not i met her two years ago when i was in mexico um 
I met her at the lobby of my hotel room. <laughs> I mean, not my hotel room, my my hotel I was staying at. And turns out she was going to this tequila tour with um that I was going. I was like, bitch, me too. So we met there. We had a good old time. Like, you know, like when there's a group of like a small group of people and you just instantly kind of connect like instantly with someone that was me and her. And we just had a fucking blast the whole entire time we were in Mexico. And um, we exchanged numbers. We followed each other on Instagram. And, you know, we would just, honestly, we would text throughout the week. And, yeah, um, send each other funny things through our DMs. And um, it was that type of, like, friendship. So it wasn't. And I'm saying that because I hate when someone passes away and all these people out of the woodwork start saying, we was best friends, we was best friends, we was best friends, we was best friends. And then the real actual best friends that you have, that have known the person their whole life is looking at you like, bitch, really? You know what I'm saying? So I don't want to give it off like that, but I also want to be like, make the reality of, um, that was like our friendship. And if you guys remember, um, before I went to Japanese... I was going to actually go to Brazil and I, it was going to be me and her going to go to Brazil together. But then something happened. If you guys remember with the airline, they wouldn't honor the, um, the ticket until the deal with um, the partner airline went through, which they were finalizing that month. And we wanted to go in November and it just wasn't going to work out. So then we didn't, go to brazil together um but she also does um she did like injectables like botox and fillers and stuff like that and i hit her up i said girl i need to see you um and i need you to get my face together she's like bitch i'm gonna get you together bitch we're gonna get we're gonna get you right for the summertime i said girl i'm just well i ain't got no bundles i'm feeling really bad about myself i got wrinkles i just feel like an ugly troglodyte who doesn't deserve anything nice in the world you know what i'm saying like girl i need you to get me together and oh so i was just like oh i can't come this week you know another week another week and then i was like well this weekend you know it's serena's birthday i mean birthday her baby shower we we it's gonna i'm going to do it so anyways Long story short, um, she she was a nurse, and then she also um, did, like, you know, started doing her, I don't know what you would call it. I'd like to c consider it, like, med spa, but, I mean, it's like, you know, like people who do, like, injectables, too. Like, not on the side, like, illegal on the side, but, like, who, there's a lot of nurses who also start up, like, their own, like, practice of doing cosmetic I don't know what you would call it cosmetic injectables anyways um just a really sweet person so funny um I just really miss kikiing with her and it just really burns my biscuits because it's like and I don't say this with a lot of people. I really do not give this off with a lot of people I know 
like this, like in this capacity. Where like, you know, I have my friends who I see on a daily basis. I have, you know what I'm saying? Like long time friends, but like newer friends. I really will say this. There are not a lot that I'm like, bitch, I cannot wait to see you. I cannot wait to hang out with you or constantly texting back and forth. Like, I'm just not like that with a lot of people. And um, I'm definitely going to miss that with her. Um, But the thing that I think is hard to understand and wrap my head around this is, um, and what I'm saying, I just hope I'm not being offensive to anyone who's lost someone. Um, And I just hope you understand where I'm coming from and I make a little bit of sense. But if her friend was like, oh, you know, Amy's been, I don't know, battling with some health issues secretly for a while and she passed away. That would still fucking suck and I would still be sad. But I'd be able to wrap my head around it. You know, I could, I could, I could, I could, it could make some sense to me. Um, And I don't want to be insensitive to people who've lost people to illnesses or nothing. I'm not, that's, I'm not trying to say that. Um, But even if it, if it was like, Hey, you know, she was driving home from work and was hit by a drunk driver. As horrible as that is, I could wrap my head around it. Um, And I know this sounds horrific, but even if it was like, oh, there was like, I'm just throwing this out there. Like, oh, it was a drug overdose of accidental fentanyl or whatever. I would be shocked. I'd be like, girl, didn't know you was dibbling, dabbling in drugs, but wow. But I could wrap my head around it. You know what I'm saying? There's something that makes uh, not sense, if that makes sense, but it makes sense. I could wrap my head around it. Um, there's a lot of ways people die that I can just, it's still tragic and it's sad. And I'm not trying to water down anyone who's died or whatever, but and being like, oh, your way one way is worse than the other but because it's still death you know um but i can wrap my head around some things someone being killed is just it's really hard to process um hold on let me just take a break sorry okay sorry i just needed a little break um yeah i just feel like there's certain ways that people die and it just you can wrap your head around it because I think it makes a little bit of sense not saying that murder doesn't but it just leaves so much unrest and so many questions start to bud to the surface and you know come to the surface and there's so much more I think that comes with it as opposed to saying, you know, they had an illness and they died. You know, I don't want to say you can 
wrap it up with a bow and move on um, because everyone has like a different way of grief. But I think the grieving process can start and the closure. Some people will never find closure for people who die. Um, but that could happen. I think when someone is murdered, especially in their home, it's such a violation and it's such an uncertainty. It's scary. You have so many questions and like, yeah, it's just, I just, it's just really hard to wrap your head around. Um, <clears throat> and it's like, I just can't imagine, um, fuck, I need to send those flowers. Sorry. Let me write this down before I forget. Send family flowers. <laughs> child i'll be really doing shit on this fucking podcast like it's the mic ain't running um but like even like her family i can't even imagine what it's like for parents to lose a child but then for them to be killed is just it's just really really wild um also a lot of this does not make a lot of sense. And so hopefully things start to come um, come out and be more available. You know, I guess from what I was told, the FBI shut down her apartment complex, you know, her apartment building, excuse me, in for like two days. Um, and, you know, there's surveillance. And then there's also on-site security, you know, so if she was on her way to work in the morning and you know, and then the fact that her body was put back into her house, her apartment is very, it just seems very strange to me. And um, I don't want to jump to any conclusions, but it just does not sit well with me. It's scary. And, um, something happened you know what i'm saying and i just really want whoever this ha who whoever did this to be caught and to because even that is a form of allowing family and loved ones to grieve and if they can find closure find closure um it's just really 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 freaked me out yeah i don't i don't think i have any friends that's been killed not like that like not like you know what i'm saying maybe like people i've kind of known or people i might have worked with maybe but even then i can't think of any but never like a friend um so it's just it's just really really hard to process it's just, I, I can't even wrap my head around it. And it, I, I just keep saying the same thing over. It's just hard for, to process. Um, but, but it also like freaks me out because it's like, I, so much of my life, I've always been really on guard with things and very, you know, like if I walk, um, 
I never walk in a straight line. I always kind of walk in an angle. And then I kind of zigzag in angles. Not I mean not like hard angles, but like, you know, I'll just walk at in, in an angle. If that if that makes sense. Like if I'm walking and I don't walk in San Diego, but like if I'm in New York, I never just walk sh- like forward, like in one straight line. I walk, you know, kind of moving at an angle um, so I can have my peripheral vision. I'm more aware of like my surroundings. Um, you know, I've, I've always been like that. I keep something like a little box cutter on my key ring, um, which I need to order some more because I lost one of them. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, not because I'm scary, not because I'm like, oh, bitch, I'm about to get got, but that's just the environment I was raised in. Those are, that's just how I've always been, even without thinking of it. Um, even when I'm driving, if somebody's behind me for too long, you know, I'll switch lanes. And then sometimes, honestly, bitch, I'll take a different route. Um, I've, I've just always been like that. I've always been just aware of my surroundings. I, you know, and then even if I'm at a checkout line, it was funny because I was just talking to my dad about this. And if I'm at a checkout line or something, I'm kind of, I'm not scary, you know, I'm not jumpy, but I'm just looking at, you know, I'd be looking at places like even the, when was, where was I yesterday? I was looking, I was like, okay, well, where's the next exit? You know, and I mean, I know me and my friends, we be laughing about it. Like, bitch, we got to make sure where the excess is, you know. But that's just how I always am. I just, I don't know. Even, and I know this sounds really crazy, but I started doing this more. So I went to go see the Mario Brothers movie on Sunday. And um, I remember I, years ago, I forgot what happened. It was, girl, I can't keep track of the school shootings and the movie theater shootings anymore. But ever since then, I'd be looking for the for the the exits, bitch. I'd be like, all right, so if I got a duck, how deep is this um, this seat underneath me? Is my body able to go underneath this seat? Like, I just be thinking about things. And maybe I am scary, bitch. But recently, and I noticed this because I was I I was like, damn, bitch, you really been easing up on this. But I haven't been doing it much. I haven't been like really checking my surroundings i haven't really been you know i've been on my phone or like i'll be more not focused or you know what i'm saying to where you know even sometimes i'll just be getting sh- i'll get shocked i'll be like oh my god somebody was you know in this aisle with me and i didn't even hear them you know what i'm saying it's and that has before i found out my friend was murdered like i was like wow i can't believe i'm really kind of easing up on these fucking um the way I I move, you know what I'm saying? So it just kind of scared me because it's like, I'm now clearly live with my parents, but the home I'm building or, you know, going to move into won't be done being built until like December, January, bitch, which is another fucking issue, which I don't, it's not even an issue, bitch. It's just like, girl, I'm ready to live on my own. But now I'm just like, bitch, that's scary. Like, I'm not going to be close to family. And, bitch, I wasn't close to family in New York either. But, you know, my compadre is like 10 minutes away, you know, and his family and friends. So it's not like I'm just going to be in that area by myself. But I'm, I'm pretty much 45, 50 minutes away from San Diego and my family. 
And it's like, you know, I'll be living alone this time and I'm not going to be living in my apartment building with, you know, security and surveillance and all this, which clearly didn't mean shit for to Amy. But um, it just made me think like, it just made me scared. It just made me really scared. And I don't think I've really allowed myself to ever be scared. You know, I think about a lot of my upbringing, even just jobs I've worked, things I've done in my life, I've just never was allowed moments to feel scared. It was like, you have to be strong. You have to like, not be a badass, but you know what I'm saying? Like, you just gotta, you can't be scared. You can't show weakness. And so it just made me scared. I was like, oh my God, I don't like, I kind of really underestimated that someone can follow you. I, I underestimated that you can have stalkers that I underestimated that you can have people that you might have rejected, you know, even and you may not even notice you didn't reject them, bitch, and they could spiral on you. You know, it's just and then it's, it made me think like, bitch, I used to be so good at not posting my location to like the day after, you know, so nobody knew where I, I was at that moment. And I've kind of been easing up on that. Like, oh, bitch, gag, not you just posting where you at, bitch, you know. Um, sometimes when I'm filming things, I make sure I don't get the background in, you know? And so like, I've been just easing up on that. And it's like, no bitch, bunker down. Don't, there's a re like, don't be so lax. Um, so hearing this about my friend just really freaked me out. Um, I'm not trying to make this about me, but what I'm saying is I just want you guys to not be scared, but just be aware please of your surroundings and like again we don't know and i don't know what happened the full story we don't know everything that happened i'm not blaming her at all i'm not but i just want you guys to just be a little bit more diligent you know just you know don't walk in those straight lines girl just keep your keys in your hand just be as diligent as you possibly can. Be aware as you possibly can. These niggas is crazy. Okay. And we don't know who killed her. I mean, I don't, I don't know if it was male, female. We don't know. We don't know the circumstances, nothing. But I just want y'all to know these niggas is crazy. Okay. No, bitches, that's really fucking crazy out in these streets. All right. If this ain't the time to be having no um, road rage, bitch. This ain't the time to be cursing nobody out at the gas station this thing you know what i'm saying like just let it rock y'all like just just let it rock you know your job when you leave your house is to come home and get home safe let it rock don't get in no arguments or no no looney tunes bitch especially now with the girls who we ain't got no looney tunes no looney bins no more we ain't got no insane asylums these niggas ain't even in the insane asylums no more they out running the streets so just be careful um i remember one time i was in a hotel room and um 
I remember, and then this person ended up messaging me, and there's like a hookup app and whatnot. And so they messaged me, but I, they didn't even have like a photo, I think. I don't even, so I just didn't even reply. Anyways, this um, this app kind of gives you, how, it could be like, oh, this person is 10 feet away, 30 feet away, three, you know what I'm, it's just one of those type of apps. So anyway, so they were like, oh girl, um, I really, the, the funny thing is I just was going through my phone. I had these screen caps and I was like, oh my God, I forgot all about this. This happened in like 2017, I believe. Anyways, so they messaged me. I don't know the sequence of how it all happened, but it was something to the tune of. Um, clearly, I was not replying back to them. And they were like, I forgot what it was. I should have just looked before I got on this podcast to give you verbatim. But it said, no matter what you do, he was like, I will kill you. You may not be today. It may not be tomorrow. But eventually, one of these years, I will kill you. And so I screen capped it because that's like a threat, you know. And but I because he was like, you need to answer me. You need to answer me. And I was like, I just was not answering. I, don't, I, I didn't even at that time. I just knew you don't play into those games. I'm not answering you. I'm not giving you what you want. I'm not nothing. Because that's still playing their game. And I'm not, you know, some people just want the attention. But when he was like, I won't, I'm going to kill you. If it's not today, if it's not tomorrow, one of these years, I will kill you. And just a bunch of like other like threats. And then eventually they ended up. um, So I heard a knock on my hotel door. And then I looked out the peephole. And then I just saw like half a person like just walk out of frame or of the people. And I didn't think anything of it. And then, and then that's when that person messaged again, a picture of the, um, the door of the hotel. And then, so at that point I knew that that person was either clearly following me or just, you know, following me throughout the day. And I wasn't either paying attention. I don't know. And then they took another picture of themselves in the stairwell and I mean, this is so stupid. I can't believe I'm saying this, but because if someone says they're going to kill you, like, bitch, you know, you should. But you know what? No, bitch. I think I told um, I called down to hotel security and I asked for hotel security. But then there was construction, I believe. Something happened either way. I got pissed and I was looking for them. I was like, bitch, I'm gonna fight you. Like, I don't play these games. Like, fuck around and find out. So I ended up, I had, I rented a car when I was in the city and I ended up driving. This might have been late at night. This is when like they had 24 hour Walmarts. I ended up going to a Walmart, getting a bat. And I think, I think that might have been it. Just a bat and maybe some box cutters crazy shit and i kept telling this person no post your location give me your location so he would give me his location i would drive to it like an idiot this is i do not do not do stupid shit like this this is so dumb um but i was driving to the location i would be outside i'm like come on let's go let's do it you said you're gonna do x y and z let's do it right the fuck on now let's get it popping 
And clearly he was scary. Clearly he wasn't about it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, clearly just not that girl, you know? But I was thinking about that recently. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't, don't, don't ease up to the point where you think that can't happen to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's clearly that person followed me. They knew where I was, you know, where I was staying and oh that's what the hotel was like if you want we can move you to another room and i think i want i think they moved me to another room i don't remember um it's a shame i don't remember this shit clearly it's like a major thing but i do not remember i just remember being angry and like bitch no I'll take care of this shit myself, which is so on brand for somebody like me. But it's like the older I get, it's like, bitch, don't be that girl. You're not like, you know what I'm saying? You don't know. These niggas is crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe they don't want to fight fist to fist, bitch. Maybe they don't want to square up. Maybe they want to fucking shoot you from a window or you know what I'm saying? Like, girl, or maybe they'll wait for a, a time when you eased up. Anyways, I remember one time also. Um, I was driving from the gym and I used to work out late and I noticed the car behind me who was parked behind me ended up driving out the, the parking lot and then driving and following, not following, well, yeah, following me on the freeway and it's late at night. Like nobody's on the freeway, you know, and they just follow me and follow me and follow me. And I was like, oh no, I think this person's really following me. That's Okay. I'm going to let them follow me to my dad, my mom and dad's house where they got the guns, bitch. So I called my dad. I said, dad, get the guns. <laughs> Wait, there's a, okay, I'm not trying to make this funny, but there is a meme or like a, um, um, there's like a, a sound on TikTok and it's, it's some, it's somebody getting beat up and they're like, so-and-so go in the house, get the guns. <laughs> That's really what it was giving. Anyways, long story short. Um, by the time I got closer and closer, the person peeled off and, but it was like this person, I, you know, maybe they weren't following me. Maybe they were just really just going to the exact same place that I was going to, but bitch, they was about to find out. They was about to find out. Um, and I told you guys about that one weirdo stalker who was stalking my family and my brother for over like close to a decade. And then I met him up in a parking lot and beat his ass Ain't never had no issue since. But see, now he's moved on to my friend. He's moved on to my friend. And now he's, like, posting. Like, my friend does, like, OnlyFans and stuff. So he's posting on my friend's brother's page. And saying, like, oh, do you know this is what your brother's doing? Just weird shit. You know, like, and so my friend's not really about that life. Like, he's, like you know, I kind of want to talk to him and, you know, sit down and like, be like, hi, invite him over for dinner and be like, hey, can we just talk this through? And it's like, you can't talk to niggas like that. Like they don't, they're you, the only way it's the only, the only, you just got to kill him. I know I shouldn't say something like, <laughs> I don't mean it like that. Allegedly, not really don't do this, but you know what I'm saying? Like you're not, they're not going to stop until they're dead. You know what I'm saying? And thankfully, I think I was reading something like now the um, FBI is taking stuff like this a little bit more serious. So when I was having these issues with the stalker, the 
I would tell the police department and the police department was like, oh, that's not us. That's considered an internet crime. That's up with the FBI. And then so I had an FBI case with him and literally they were like, well, there's nothing we can do. You just have to send us a log. And every time he kept texting me, I would have to send that to them and send that to them. So they created a log and basically like a file. Anyways, long story short, um, I think now there's they're doing something with stalkers and stuff like that because it is serious. You know what I'm saying? Like stuff like that is serious. Um, but I'm saying all that because it's like. Um, I don't know. It just this this just really scared me a little bit. It just really unnerved me a little bit to like. OK. Just, be a little bit more cautious of what you're doing, what where you are. You know what I'm saying? Like, even recently, I've been running into people and having conversations with someone. And then later on, oh, yeah, I follow you. Okay, great. I would have loved it if you would have let me know that beforehand. You know what I'm saying? I would have loved if you would have shared that information beforehand. Like... You know what I'm saying? Like, why wait later? You know, it's just weird stuff where I think I'm not really aware of. And I hate saying this because it seems like such a weird thing to even say and acknowledge of like, oh, people know me. Like, no, bitch. But you know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes I think. I think just being on the Internet in general it doesn't matter who you are, if you are known, if you're an influencer, if you're an actual celebrity, if you know what I'm saying, just you don't know who's out there looking at you and, and watching your every move. So, y'all, just I'm just saying this. If you're listening, <clears throat> do not post where you are. Don't watch where if you're going to post where you are, wait till the next day till you ain't at that location. OK, wait till you're no you're no longer there. OK. Um, and, and it's not about like, oh, bitch, you ain't no celebrity. Why are you waiting the next day to post bitch just for your own safety? I think just social media has really, it's great, but it's also taken apart that comfort of people don't know where you are at all times. They don't know, you know, there's so much information somebody can just get garner off of your social media. Um, so just be careful about that. Please watch around you, watch out for each other, check in with each other, <clears throat> give somebody your location, share your location with someone. Um, yeah, I think that this just made me more cautious. I think I didn't want to ever share my location with people. I don't like doing stuff like that. Just because it was like, well, bitch, what if I'm cheating? Which clearly I'm not in a relationship, but it's like, you know, I just, you know, I'm so pro-cheater, you know? So it's like, girl, I don't want people to know where I'm at. And bitch, I don't be nowhere. I just be at the same places all the time. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I just, there's something about, I don't want nobody to be like, where are you, bitch? Why? I'm at the grocery store. You know, I just don't like people asking me where I'm at. I don't know where that comes from. I don't know why, but I don't like it. But this has made me want to be more, let people know where I'm at. Um, but it just, yeah. Um, yeah, so I just hope that we find out more about what happened to her, um, who did this, why they did it. 
And it's just so fucking unfortunate. She was 20, 29 years old. And I mean, I know this is so cliche, but like a, such a promising future, you know? And I know everybody say that. I'd be like, oh, they have such a problem. And it's like, I'm not trying to give it off like that. But like, not everybody got a promising future. You know what I'm saying? So let's just keep it a stack. Let's just keep it a stack. Okay. Not everybody got a promising future. Let's just keep it a stack. Some, pe- some people just ain't doing shit. Some people don't have major goals. Some people don't have like things that they're working towards, which is fine. Nothing wrong with it. But she did. Um, and she really was. She really did have a promising future. And so many things in store for her. And it sucks because I was like, girl, we have to, um, I was like, I really want to make up for the, the, the fact that I wasn't able to go to Brazil with you. Like, we're going to make this up. Like, if anything, let's go back to, um, the Cantaritos and, you know, we'll, we'll do a Mexico trip sometime soon, sometime like in June or July. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's just really sad. Um. I don't want to keep talking about this because I know this is not like a happy topic, but um, yeah, I just hope more information comes out and we find out what happened. <sighs> and it's just my prayers goes out to her family and friends to. I just cannot imagine wrapping my head around something like this. And trying to make sense of it. I mean, you can't make sense of it, but. Um. But yeah, moving right along. A smooth operator, I'm a smooth operator. A smooth operator, I'm a smooth operator. All right, so if you want to write into the show, send in your questions to ask at the Solomon Ray Podcast.com and we will read your letters on the show. You can send in advice, key keys, things. You can send some beef if you want to. If you have some beef for the week, bitch. Send it in. Okay. Ask at the Solomon Ray Podcast.com. If I don't even know if I'm still paying for that domain. So if it bounced back, bitch, let somebody let me know. <laughs> Cause I really don't think I'm paying for that domain anymore. And I don't understand how girl. Anyways. So this week we have um a letter. Help me. Hi, Saul. Hope you're doing well. So basically, I've written in before asking for tips on how to get over my ex. We stopped dating last year in July, August, but still remained in contact and even still had sex every now and then. I was creeping on his IG maybe a month ago, and I saw he had posted a female's hand while they was cheersing a drink, and I got salty. I ended up texting him a little paragraph about how it hurt me seeing him with someone else and how I still remained in contact with him because I thought it would make him miss the vibes, but I'm just digging myself deeper and I blocked his number. After all this time, progress. I still kept his IG unblocked so he would still watch my story and even sometimes DM me memes. I hung out with him about two weeks ago and we fucked. I then saw he went to Coachella and he was with a bitch. I got salty again because, ew, and I blocked his IG. I just need help on how the fuck to get over him. I know before you you said, forget him, you too fly to be tripping off of him, which I absolutely love, but it's hard. I don't want to like him, and I don't want to be with him. I just 
want to not wake up with him on my mind. You know, he's not as tall as I like him and his dick isn't even bomb. It doesn't matter, I guess, but he's Filipino and from the city. <laughs> it's, sorry. <laughs> sorry. It's so weird. <laughs> sorry. It's so weird. I hope I'm making sense, but like, uh, I'm always thinking about him and how he hurt me and how I felt played and lost when things ended with us. I've been with other men, but I don't know. None of these, none of those nerds ever stuck. Help me, love, help me. <laughs> uh, this is hard because I feel like there's certain people you just cannot shake. Um, this might be one of them. Um... I know this is really not good advice, but the only way to get over someone, I feel, is to get under someone else. And I know this is really toxic advice. And clearly you said that you've also been talking to other people and whatnot. So this may not really help, but I just feel like time and then also learning to not keep going back you know what i'm saying like i'm not saying you have to block him all you know and just really cut ties some you might have to but i think going back and then seeing him and you know keeping that line of communication open even if it's only on ig even and you, then you said y'all met up recently so it's like you're never really going to sever those ties and i think in your head there's always you know what I'm saying? I think it's just best to, like, cut it off. And I think the best way is to also um, be distracted by somebody else. You know? I think some of the best ways is to either date someone else. But also, I think being busy helps, too. You know, being busy helps. My grandma used to always say, an idle mind is a dangerous place. And I think that's true. Like, you just need to be busy. You need to do something, girl. You need to do some crochet. You need to go take up some crochet. You need to do a sipping. What is it? A paint and sip? You know, you need to go do some of those. You need to go to the per park. You know, you need to do something, like, just to get your mind away from this man. Um, so see if that's kind of the reason why he's on your mind. Because sometimes when you're, you know, I'm not saying you're not doing anything, but I be my mind be going when I'm not doing things and sometimes it's you need a distraction and in any form it could be somebody else and eventually with time you just be like mm, whatever move on you know I mean I still have a little something something for my ex but it's like girl whatever but it it, it ain't like what it used to be and each year that goes by it's just like mm, whatever whatever but I would feel some type of way because it's like bitch if we had sex and then all of a sudden you're at Coachella with some bitch, I'd be like, girl, really? But it, I don't know. I would say, a girl, I would say fire up that hinder, hinder. What is it? Kinder? Tender? Tender. Fire up that hinge. Fire up plenty of fish. Fire up one of them things, girl. Girl, honestly, you could fire up the gay app, Grinder, because I saw a whole entire female on grinder recently she like a literal night like, i'm not even saying like trans female bitch she said she had a vagina like a real actual she's like oh i'm just i like to have sex with just anybody and i'm like oh wow well go away from me with this apollo why are you here girl but um 
Yeah, so I would just, girl, I'll start downloading all them little apps, bitch, and just start talking. Because here's the thing, like, you, you're you going to find someone else that's going to pique your interest. It's, he's not the only one. You know what I'm saying? But it, you know what's funny? This is how I know he got a hold on you because it sometimes don't really be about how tall they are or if they got a big dick and whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially... Like, there's this one guy, and literally, the funny thing is he just texted me. Um, he ain't tall. And when I tell you he has a really small dick, it is just really small. So small. But he had such a hold on me for, like, years. And anyway, so he's back in town and whatnot. And then he's like, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, uh, nothing. Anyways, but it's like, he has such a pretty face. But he's so toxic, and he's just, like, yeah, he just really has a really small dick, and it really fucking sucks. It's really sad, because I really shouldn't say something like that, but he really do, bitch. Um, but, yeah, I think getting over someone is best when you get under someone. So, I, girl, like I said, download all them apps, start talking to these men, start getting out outdoors, bitch. Keep your pepper spray in a, in a box cutter. Go on, listen... Go on Amazon and buy those little keychain box cutters. That's another thing I need to do right now. Let me see. Order keychain box cutter. Order more box cutters. Bitch, I swear I'd be doing too much on this damn podcast when the mic on. Um, But do that and please keep us updated. And girl, he sound cute though, honestly. Mm-hmm. A little Filipino from the city. Mm-hmm. Kind of my type. Anyways, moving right on. All right. So for this week, what do I got beef with? Um, a lot of things. Um, I was gonna do a whole episode on beef. I'm gonna save that for next week. We'll see if I have if nothing really happens next week, then I'll definitely do the all beef thing. Um I mean, I kind of talked about this beef yesterday. Um, There's, like, this man, and he was basically saying, like, if you purposely lose weight, you're basically fatphobic. And because you're in fear of being fat. And, I mean, if you really boil it down, you know, like, yeah, clearly, it's it's all stems from that. But there is... um, a thing about wanting to lose weight for like health purposes too. It's not just about wanting to not be fat, but I mean, no shade, but it's like, I'm just getting to the point to where I think we are getting too extreme with a lot of these viewpoints and we're oversimplifying them to the point to where it's such a turnoff and it's making and mark my words i i think this is this is what's about to happen it's making people who lean mostly left don't even want to be a part of y'all's weird shit we don't even want to be near none of that none of those liberals you know and it's really weird that i'm saying that because that's who i am this shit just makes me want to not be associated with it. You know what I'm saying? Bitch, me and my friend were joking yesterday, but there's a little bit of truth in it. We were like, bitch, I'm about to be Republican. I don't even really care about it. I don't even want... Y'all get on my nerves. I really fucking hate y'all. But it's true, though. Like, 
like this one lady was over here talking about, oh, if you're late to work, um, no, she was like, um, if you're late to work and you're trying to be on time, being on time is actually white supremacy. And it's like, girl, being on time to work, get a grip. You know what I'm saying? Get a grip, Nancy. Come on. Get a fucking clue. Um, Like, there's that. And then there was somebody on the internet and was like, and this tweet really blew up. And people were like, this is so true. It's, um, what did he call it? Food insecurity? Which, bitch, I don't even want to get into. I don't even want to get into that. But he basically was saying, like, if you look in the Los Angeles area, the only places that got Trader Joe's is the rich neighborhoods. And he was like, this is systemic racism and food insecurity and blah, 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 blah. And then I started to look in my area. I said, actually, the funny thing is, even in the really rich areas in San Diego County, there are no Trader Joe's, which also made me wonder, like, first off, I might have missed this boat, but since when were the girls checking for Trader Joe's? I'm, I, I, I know I, I am not on that boat. I am not on the Trader Joe's boat. I get it. I've missed it. I have not been on it. I do not know. I didn't know that the girls was checking for her like that. I'm not a Trader Joe's girl. And let me tell you why. When you go to Trader Joe's, all their food is Trader Joe's food. If you, if you want peanut butter, you're going to get pe- Trader Joe peanut butter. You want um oat milk, you're going to get Trader Joe oat milk. If you want whatever it is, you're you going to get Trader Joe's tr- food. They, they version of it. I don't want that. I don't want that. I want my own Jiffy crunchy peanut butter. Okay? If I, I want my silk um, or the Khalifa Farm oat milk. You know what I'm saying? I don't want Trader Joe coffee. I don't want, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want y'all stuff. I don't want your 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 tortilla chips. I want Doritos, bitch. I don't want your little, bitch. I, uh, my compadre, I think they had like some, I want to say some Trader Joe's like cheese puffs or whatever. I said, I don't want this shit. I want the, the Cheeto puffs. And she was like, it's so good, though. I said, mm, mm, mm. I want the real Cheeto puffs. You know what I'm saying? They perfected it. They perfected the Cheeto puff. It tastes scrumdiddlyumptious. These bitches can never even come close. They can never light a fucking can't hold a candle. Trader Joe's, get out of here. I don't want none of that stuff. Mm-mm. And listen, I know that there's the girls who live and breathe for Trader Joe's. And that is love. I love that for you. If you like it, I love it. You know, fabulous. Love that. Congratulations. It's not for me. I don't like shopping in places like that. I don't, you know what I'm, I don't want you to tell me, <coughs> bitch, I swear I'd be getting passionate about food. There'd be so many things that I don't really be giving a fuck about. I'd be like, oh girl, nobody cares about this legislation. Oh, I don't really care about this. It, b- some food. Oh, bitch, I'm like really passionate about it. Don't tell me what to eat. <laughs> don't tell me how, I, like, you know, I don't want you to tell me what type of peanut butter I'm going to eat. What type of oatmeal? Like, no, get out of here. Um, so anyway, so the person was like, oh, 
you know, there's no Trader Joe's in um, black and brown neighborhoods and poor neighborhoods, blah, 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 food insecurity. First off, bitch, I didn't even know what the fuck food insecurity was. I had to literally Google that. And bitch, it's it's some new shit. It's some new shit that y'all talking about some damn food insecurity. Bitch, my food is not insecure. My food is very sick. She know who she is. She know what her purpose is. She not confused. She know who she is. She's self-aware. She is confident. My food is more confident than you bitches. Clearly. Y'all getting upset because somebody over here losing weight. Bitch, how the fuck me losing weight making you feel some type of way? What? What? You know what I'm saying? And it's really no shade to the girls who are um, big or fat or whatever the word is. Um, but I just feel like y'all be thinking about being fat more than we think about you being fat. You know what I'm saying? I don't be thinking about y'all. Pe- actually, ever. Like, it's really not to give it off like that, not to be shady, but I don't be thinking about y'all being fat. Y'all be thinking about y'all being fat more than anybody else. We really don't care over here. We do not be thinking about y'all. Every day y'all come up on this internet talking about fat phobia, fat phobia, fat phobia. It's not fat phobia, girl. We don't care. This somebody was over here talking about some. Oh, if Sam Smith, um, they over here getting eating him up in the comments for wearing this. But here's this man with um who has a muscular body. He's basically wearing the same. Y'all both look crazy. Y'all both look crazy. You're on the red carpet with skirts and 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 a a, a fucking tutu and a corset. Y'all look crazy. Y'all look crazy. It don't matter if you got 5% body fat or 90% body fat, bitch. And I'm not saying (laughs) Sam Smith is 90% body fat, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not giving that y'all making it fat folk. Like, we don't, we don't care. We do not care about y'all like that. We do not care. The only people who care about y'all on a daily basis is your, your primary care physician who be urging y'all to stop eating so damn much. Them the bitches who really give a fuck about y'all, and the, you need to you need to have that relationship with him with them. Okay, so uh, we don't really care, you know. I do not care. Like somebody was on the internet, this lady she was probably like six hundred pounds. She was huge, bitch, ginormous. I mean, she was ginormous. She was, she wasn't giving my six hundred pound life ginormous, but I promise you, if you check back in eighteen months, she could be a candidate for that show. She could put, I'm sure she could put on some some weight easy. That's how big this lady was. But that's neither here nor there. She over here was on the internet talking about some oh. Um, airlines need to give us an extra seat. We shouldn't have to pay for extra seats. I don't care. If you want if airlines want to give y'all an extra seat to make you feel comfortable, I really genuinely do not care. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care. We should all be comfortable on airlines. It's already bad enough to fly in general. It's horrible. You know, it's not comfortable. It is such a fucking hindrance. To my happiness and well-being, bitch. I do not like to fly like that. So I can't imagine, excuse me. I can't imagine being that big and having to squeeze your ass in a a, a little, you know, two foot. I don't even think two feet, bitch. It'd be like a foot and a half width 
of space. That is one booty cheek on this lady. You know what I'm saying? And it's not to shade her because it's damn near one booty cheek for me too. So it's like, girl, ugh, khaki. <laughs> uh, ask our bigger bitch. <laughs> ask our bigger. Um, but yeah, shout out to my friend Tia. Ask our bigger bitch. Um, no, because it's like, we just don't really care. Well, I mean, I can only speak for myself. I do not care. I do not care. I'm not worried about fat people. I'm not like, oh. But you know what? I will say, I be making little jokes. Not really jokes, but I be saying things that do, are in alignment with being fat phobic. Like, I'll be like, bitch, I don't want to be fat. Which is just true. I just do not want to be fat. I do not want to be fat. I do not want to be fat. You know, like, I just don't want to be fat. I don't. And... I know some girls don't want to be fat for, like, health reasons. It's not like that for me. I don't care what my my arteries look like. I don't care if my lungs is just looking like tar. I don't care. I'm not saying that's for fat. That's when I stop smoking. But, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care about my insides being ruined. It's all about the outside that counts. You know, I know the girls be like, oh, it's really about, like, the inside. The inside that counts. I don't care about the in- the inside. It's about the outside for me. You know? I get further in life about the outside. <laughs> yeah, it's about the brain, the personality, and everything else. But, like, you know, it's just, I don't really care. Okay? I personally do not want to be fat. I just do not want to. And I will try anything possible to refrain from ever being fat. And I've got a little chunky. Now, let me tell you, side note, I've been meaning to talk about this, too. This is another little beef. This is like a, a like a side beef that I have. I feel like these little COVID 20, I I gained 20 pounds in COVID during COVID. These little 20 pounds are hard to get rid of, bitch. They ain't coming off like I thought they would. Granted, I'm I'm older. I'm 36 years old. So when you get older, it's harder to lose weight. But bitch, these little 20 pounds, it's taking a while for it to, to, to melt. It's taking a little while. But if anybody knows me knows I love extremes, bitch. I will do Ozempic down. As a matter of fact, my doctor gave me a prescription of Ozempic. I have not fulfilled the prescription. The girls have been ask, asking me lately, are you doing Ozempic? Are you doing Ozempic? No. The reason why I'm not is because I need to eat more because I'm trying to gain muscle. You know, and part of gaining muscle, you just have to, like, consume lots of food. So I'm like, it's not going to work for me because, bitch, everybody I know who's on Ozempic, they be like, bitch, I can take three bites and I'm done. So, bitch, I would I would be doing Ozempic. I've done keto. I've done I've done so many random ass diets to make sure I did not get fat. And listen, if you don't, if that's not for you, it's not for you. That's fine. But going to these extremes, the thing is, the thing that really burns my biscuits about this is when you oversimplify these things and boil down these things to something as asinine as oh if you lose weight intentionally you're fat phobic when you do that i think all you're doing is watering down the actual bigger issues i know some people think like it's amplifying the issue it's bringing it awareness and stuff i think what you're doing is watering it down so nobody's going to take it seriously when you say things like, oh, Trader Joe's is not in black and brown neighborhoods, it's considered systemic racism, you're really watering it down. 
is it a form of systemic racism? Yeah, I mean, if you really boil it all the way down, there is a little droplet of it. You know what I'm saying? A little teeny, teeny speck of it. Is it systemic racism like redlining? No. Is it systemic racism as denying home loans to black and brown people? No. Is it systemic racism like, you know, only being able to fund um, certain schools in certain neighborhoods that are predominantly white? Is this, is that what it is? No. You know what I'm saying? Trader Joe's, bitch. Trader Joe's. Let me tell you something that y'all may not understand. Anytime you're about to open up a business, the girls really want to talk about, and this is this is my number one business advice I tell people all the goddamn fucking time. Solomon, I want, what advice would you give me? My first advice is to figure out who's going to buy your product. That's my first advice I would ever give anyone. Y'all worried about dumb shit like the logo, the coloring, the this and the that and the frou-frou this and the, all this other. Ooh, we're going to do cute little pop-up shops and bitch. No. Mm-mm. You, you thinking about shit that's not even pertinent to the, to the... The first thing you need to figure out first is who's going to buy your shit. And, and then, then where are they going to buy it? And if it's going to be a brick and mortar, location, location, location. That is super important. Y'all over here worried about this. And then once you figure that out, then you scale back. And then once you know who, who's buying your, your product, then you'll understand, oh, maybe that logo is not going to work for that person. Maybe that's not going to work for that location, blah, blah, blah. So every, all your design and all that frou-frou shit changes because you know, you know who's going to buy your stuff. So if you're going to come out with a store, you're going to want to know what's, around, what's close to the store. Is there competition? Who lives there? What's the, you know, there's so many more nuances and things when it comes to putting a brick and mortar in place than just like, no, we don't want it to be um, near black and brown people. Yes, there's, I'm sure that there's like, you know, income things that I'm sure people are, they're thinking of, but I don't really think it's that big of a deal. I think it's really just about location and logistics. I don't really think it's about, I know, shoot me if you want, but. I don't think it's a race issue, babe. I really do not think Trader Joe's is a race issue because I lived in Harlem, the heart, the capital of black people in New York City. And I lived a block and a half away from 125th Street, the heart of Harlem. And you want to know what's there? A Whole Foods. Okay, a Whole Foods. And you want to know what they're getting ready to put next to the Whole Foods? Guess what? I'll wait. A Trader Joe's. And there's a Starbucks there too and some other shit. And guess who lives in Harlem? Black people. And I don't even really want to say black and brown people. It'd be black folks. Period. Like, it's just, I don't know how else to put it. Black folks. Yeah, there's some white folks who moved to, to Harlem. Yes, of course. But... Girl, it's black, okay? It's black. So, now what is it? Is it food insecurity? Is it systemic racism? Or are, 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 are now, actually now it's gentrification. Got it. 
So now, now that they they put a Whole Foods and now building a Trader Joe's and a Heart of Harlem, now it's gentrification. So what is it? What is it? You wanted the Trader Joe's because apparently a Trader Joe's signifies no longer systemic racism. You know what I'm saying? Like, girl. But that's the problem. These things are just. There's big. I, I hate when people say, oh, there's bigger issues in the world. And it's I'm not saying that because sometimes you can argue the smaller issues. But some of these smaller issues are not. You're trying to attach these smaller issues to these bigger problems that are they just are not really sticking. In my opinion, I don't think that they stick. There are some major issues when it comes to systemic racism that we're they're li- we're literally seeing. Yeah, this is kind of like a trickle down, sure, you know. But girl, Trader Joe's, bitch. And the girls be like, oh, well, it's because the food is so much cheaper there. Now, let me tell you why. And y'all gonna say, oh, and, and, and when I tell you why, you'll realize, oh, capitalism. Oh, we hate capitalism. We hate capitalism. But let me tell you why you actually don't hate capitalism. Can I, am I preaching? When I was in church, when it, when 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 a pastor was preaching, you would hear people in, in the congregation yell out, take your time, take your time. So I'm going to take my time, bitch. So Trader Joe's cuts out the middleman to increase their profits. Hence the reason why when you go get the peanut butter from Trader Joe's, you're gonna only going to be able to get peanut butter, Trader Joe's peanut butter. You want some soap? Trader Joe's soap. You want... I don't know, bitch. An anal douche, bitch. You're going to get Trader Joe's anal douche. So it's like you're just going to get Trader Joe's shit like Amazon. They cut out the middleman. So therefore, they're able to price it lower than what the average like grocery store chain would be able to price it at. But their profits are just as high. What do you think that is? Capitalism. But y'all be like, oh, you know, it's cheaper. It's cheaper. Yeah, bitch. Why is it cheaper? Capitalism. But y'all hate capitalism. Y'all hate that. Y'all hate it. It's so bad. Oh, my God. Hate it. Ugh, I hate it. When literally there's so many things afforded to us in this country because of capitalism. But, you know, it's another podcast for another time. But it's just like. Girl, shut up. I just feel like the girls are way too sensitive. The girls just need friends. They need to touch grass. They need a social group. They need an outlet. I don't know. But the girls are really fucking sensitive. And honestly, it's really no shade. But anytime I click on that motherfucking profile and look at that bio and I see some damn pronouns in there, bitch, I just know they're just, they ain't wrapped too tight. They ain't wrapped too tight. There's something wrong with them. And I hate saying that because there's definitely people who definitely have to um, share their pronouns and abide by those. But it's like most of the times when it there's a good I, I, I yesterday I said 78 percent. I'm going to bump it up to 82 percent. 82 percent of the time there's some Looney Tunes. They're a little off. They're not wrapped too tight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm going to leave it at that because really what I want to say was going to be hurtful. 
and not nice. Um, but I'll probably say it one of these days. But yeah, that's kind of really my beef. Um, maybe next week I'll have like, I have like literally a list of beef to get through. There's so much beef. Like there's, um, it's just so much beef. Like recently, girl, I'll get into that later. But yes, we're kind of done with that beef and moving right along. All right, so final thoughts. Um, really nothing. I just kind of want to really reiterate, please just be safe out there. Please, as best as you can, share your location with your friends. Um, ugh, this is just so devastating. Um, yeah, that's it. Just kind of watch your surroundings. Be aware. Lock your doors. I know this seems so stupid and just like, whatever but it's just this is the thing that i'm saying like these when something like this happens you're trying your hardest to make sense of things you know so you're just grasping at just the the most smallest thing possible of like lock your door you know like duh we lock our doors but it's like you're just trying to go over a checklist in your head of like what could have went wrong you know um so just be, ugh. you're just going through, I don't know, whatever. Just be careful out there. You know, um, also be careful with these niggas too, bitch, because they be really in their motherfucking feels. They be over here talking about women being they feels. No, these niggas being they feels, bitch. They be really in their motherfucking feels. And they crazy. They be crazy. And girl, the girls ain't mental health in the way they need to be mental health in. And they be lashing out. They be acting crazy, bitch. So be careful. I just was listening to this podcast, but then I was also like at night, um, some which I shouldn't even really honestly right now be watching something like this to get my mind off of anything. But, um, you know, you'd be watching Discovery ID and stuff and it'd be like, when you think about, like, who gets murdered, like, this is the thing that's just driving me nuts. <sighs> it's always, like, someone close to them. It's either, like, people only get murdered for mo mostly, like, money reasons or infidelity reasons. You know, like, so it's normally, like, the husband or, like, anything involving money. And so it's, like, when those are not the things, you're just wondering, like, well, what was it? Whatever. I don't want to stress about it on this podcast um but just be careful that's it that's all i can say um if you haven't reached out to a friend recently just reach out to him be like hey girl just want to say hey check in ain't heard from you in a while just want to see if you okay all right goodbye you know just do that if you can and that's bitch Ugh, why am i so emotional okay that's it take care of yourself and each other bye-bye